Hey, this is Steve Allen. I'm the pastor of Destiny Christian Center in Laplace, Louisiana. I want to thank you for joining us today on the Discovering Your Destiny broadcast. I hope it builds your faith, helps you to grow in every area of your life. Enjoy this message. Um, We've been dealing with the subject of excellence uh, for several weeks now. And I'm I'm telling you, I believe that we are already seeing the results of uh, these lessons. But I will tell you, the best is yet to come. Now, in our last lesson, we talked about internal excellence. Uh, In other words, we dealt we dealt with character because in the kingdom of God, I want you to hear this again. In the kingdom of God, what a person is gives meaning to what they do. Uh, Excellence in achievement should be an extension of excellence in character. So we've been dealing with the inner man first. We felt like that was a a great place to start. We talked about things like your heart, things like character, things like integrity. And let me just give you a quick review from last week. Um, We talked about what happens when you don't have integrity. We said that a lack of integrity Integrity causes distrust. Uh, A lack of integrity hinders your testimony. Uh, A lack of integrity causes non-believers to deny the sincerity of all uh, believers and all Christians. We also say that a lack of integrity is passed down to your children. What's on you is going to be on your kids. And then we talked about how you'll be blessed when you are a person of integrity. Integrity draws people to you. Integrity brings peace. Integrity brings God's blessings into your life. And integrity enables you to leave a good name. Now, today, I kind of want to talk about the process of integrity, or I'm sorry, the process of excellence. I gave a definition of excellence in our earlier lesson. And I want you to hear it again. Excellence is the ability to do many little things well that relate to a common call or a common goal. Let me say that again. Excellence uh, is the ability to do many little things well that relate to a common goal. In other words, the person of excellence is a person of many small disciplines that are really put together collectively to produce the overall performance that is seen. Now, let me deal with some of the things that a person of excellence is able to do well. Uh, that's what I kind of want to deal with today. We kind of touched, we kind of touched on the first one, um, but let, let's let's go over this. The person of excellence identifies examples of excellence. The person of excellence identifies examples of excellence. Your journey into excellence begins with you seeing somebody who's already there. The person of excellence has very little time for people that's going nowhere. They spend their time searching for the people that have the answers. Every person of excellence has a a role model or a mentor. Elisha had Elijah. Joshua had Moses. You see, when you're pursuing excellence, you know who to pay attention to. And listen, listen, you've got to find somebody that can raise the standards in your life. Hear me now. See, we need somebody in our lives that can challenge us to reach for more than what we have right now. We need somebody in our lives that can challenge us to be more than what we are right now. We, we need somebody in our lives uh, to challenge us to go to where we've never gone before. And you know what happens with us? We mess up because we get comfortable with people that are on our levels. 
And we're uncomfortable, hear this, we're uncomfortable with people that brings us to levels of excellence because it stretches us. And let's just be honest, stretching is uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's uncomfortable. But if you're going to grow, you're going to have to you're going to have to condition yourself to be uncomfortable. You will never grow in your comfort zone. So you've got to be around people that stretch you. Let me show you something. Go to Proverbs 27, verses 6 and 7. I'm sorry, Proverbs 24, verses 6 and 7. Listen to what it says. And please keep your Bibles up because we're going to look at a couple of scriptures tonight. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too high for a fool. He openeth not his mouth in the gate. You need to be around people that challenge you to do better. A person of excellence is drawn to people who have the skills and wisdom to share with them. A person of excellence is drawn to people who have skills and wisdom to, to share with them. You want to be around people that have skills. You want to be around people that has wisdom to share with you. Go to Hebrews. Let's like I said, we're gonna look at a couple of scriptures. Go to Hebrews chapter six. Hebrews six and verse number twelve. Listen to this. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Look at um Look at, look at this in the Amplified Bible. In order that ye may not grow disinterested and become spiritual sluggards, but imitators behaving as do those who through faith by their leaning of the entire personnel, uh, leaning on the entire personality of God in Christ in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom and goodness, and by practice of patient endurance and waiting are now inheriting the promises. Notice the text ends by talking about those who inherit the promises. A person of excellence is not just looking for people that's just talking, but they're, they're looking for somebody who has gotten results. Don't just talk to me. I want to see, I want to see some fruit on your life. I want you to listen to this statement. If you want to find people who can show you the way, You've got to lose the people that don't know the way. Jesus, did you hear that? If you want to find people to, that can show you the way, you, you've got to lose the people that don't know the way. We, last Wednesday, we, we read Psalms 1 that says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. The Amplified Bible says that can't take advice from, uh, that, that you can't take advice from the ungodly. In this, this walk of excellence, there must be, Lord, you, you ain't ready for this. There must be some leaving and cleaving. <laughs> You've got to get ready to leave those that don't know the way and cleave to those that do know the way. Number two, if you're going to be a person of excellence, you must learn to ignore distractions. You're going to have to learn to ignore distractions. You must have a clear, undistracted view of your goal. 
Now, you're going to always have folk that will try to get you to lower your standards. That's just the, you know, you're going to always have people tell oh, you're just trying to read too much. You're just trying to do too much. That's, those kind of people are going to always be around. But to be excellent, it requires that you live with blinders on. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen a, um, a horse race? You'll notice, notice that those horses have blinders on. And these, this, this stops the, the horse from looking to his left, his or her left or right. And the reason they do this is because they want this horse to focus on what's in front of him. People of excellence live with blinders on. They're not distracted with what's going on over there and what's going on over there. They lived a life focused on the goal. Now, the main source of distraction is going to be people who don't share your level of excellence. That's, that's going to be your main source of distraction. And, and you got to know that there's going to be people that that they don't share in your level of excellence. And that can be a distraction. Go to Nehemiah. Chapter six. I hope this is already helping somebody. Nehemiah chapter six. And verses two through four. That Samballad and Geshem sin under sin unto me, saying, "Listen to this. Come, let us meet together in in some one of the villages in the plain of Uno." But they thought to do me mischief. I sent messages unto them, saying, "I'm doing a great work, so that I cannot come down." Why should the work cease whilst I leave it and come down to you? Yet they sent out more. Listen, I'm sorry. Yet they sent under me four times after this sort. And I answered them after the same manner. <laughs> Nehemiah said they, they, they kept coming. They kept knocking. And I kept telling them the same thing. I want you to notice that they're, they're calling Nehemiah down to meet leisurely. The main thing that causes us to compromise our commitment to excellence is the constant urge, and hear this, the constant urge to relax all the time. But if you're going to perform uh, at an excellent level, it's going to require ignoring the natural tendency to give in. Now, in this fourth verse, it says that they call Nehemiah four times. You know what this says? This says that the spirit of distraction is relentless and it does not give up. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. You ever been distracted by anything and you get over one distraction and you'll notice that distractions keep knocking? And let me tell you something. Let me help you out right now. You're going to always in life, you're going to always have distractions. Always. There's going to be, there's going to always be people. There's going to always be something to distract you from your goal. Some of you are watching me right now. And, and last year, let's just talk about it. Last year, you can look back over your life and, and honestly, come on, let's just be honest. You had some goals in the beginning of the year and, you didn't, you didn't reach those goals. And a lot of us can say we didn't reach those goals because we were distracted. 
We had things to distract us. We had people to distract us. So then we get all the way to December and we're trying to figure out, Lord, why didn't I reach my goal? Come on, think about it. You got distracted. So here we are in another year. Here we are in another year, getting ready to close out the, the second month. And we're still dealing with some of those distractions. I'm telling you this tonight so you can get past, be like Nehemiah and say to the distractions, I'm doing a great work. I can't come down. I will not. Matter of fact, I want you to confess right there where you are right now. I will not be distracted any longer. Or no, no, no. Let me say it like this. I will not because distractions are going to come. I will say this. I will not give in to any more distractions. Say this. I'm focused on the goal. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Number three, the people of excellence learn from their failures. Failure to the person of excellence is not a dead end, but it's a detour sign. Failure simply says you're going in the wrong direction. Don't stop driving. Just find the right road. <laughs> now, excellence does not require that you be a genius. It just requires that you have common sense. If you if you're getting what you want, just keep doing what you're doing. But if you're not getting the results that you're looking for, you're going to have to change some things. Did you hear what I'm saying? If you're getting what you want, just keep doing what you're doing. But if you're not getting the results you're looking for, you got to change some stuff. People of excellence will analyze what they've gone through and they come back tomorrow with a new plan. There, there are many of you that are watching me right now. You failed in the past and you've been crying ever since. What you need to do is go back, look at what you did and make some adjustments. Did you hear what I just said? Go back and look at what you did and make some adjustments. Let me not be distracted. <laughs> oh, God. Learn from your failures. Take your failures and use them as stepping stones. We've all, we've all had failures in our lives, but we've got to learn from them. Don't repeat them. Don't repeat them. But you've got to learn from them. Uh, go to Haggai chapter one. Oh, I'm not going to be too, too long tonight. Go to Haggai chapter one. And uh, verses five through seven. Listen to this. Now, therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Ye have sown much and bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages uh, to put it into a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Let me read that seventh verse in the uh, Amplified Bible. Thus said the Lord of hosts, consider your ways, your previous and present conduct and how you fared. 
What he's saying is you're not getting the results that you want. So you need to look at what you've been doing. You see, the average individual, when they fail, they automatically try to find somebody to blame it on. But when you are a person of excellence or when a person of excellence fails, he looks inwardly first and then he moves on. He looks at himself. They, uh, back in the day, they used to sing a song in the church. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. They, a person of excellence looks inward first. Now, let me say this. When you take time to analyze your actions rather than panicking or becoming depressed, you'll usually find the answer. See, I don't have time to cry over spilled milk. I just got to get another glass of milk and figure out <laughs> how did I spill the first one so I don't repeat my behavior. I got to analyze my ways and readjust to do something else. Number four, a person of excellence is always, boy, this, this, you need to hear this. A person of excellence is always self-motivated, always self-motivated. One of the most uh, recognizable symbols of excellence is an eagle. The eagle lives on a higher plane than the other creatures, and usually the eagle flies by himself. Now, the question is, who encourages the eagle when he gets down and depressed? The answer is no one. The eagle finds all of the motivation he needs in his creator and in his purpose. Now, let, let me help you out with this. You're not going to always have a lot of people to motivate you. Did you hear what I just said? You're not going to always have a lot of people in your life that's going to motivate you. And if you need people to get you up to do what you need to do, you will never reach the level of excellence that's that's needed. Some of you right now, you're, you're walking around crying about, oh, hell, oh, I've been trying, but I ain't got no, no, nobody to support me. My family won't support me. Even my brothers and sisters in church, they won't support me. But you know what? You need to be like David. You've got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. I have learned how to, and I'm going to tell you, it takes growth to do this. I have learned to encourage myself in the Lord. I know where I'm going and I'm not going to let anybody stop me from getting where I'm going. And if I'm the only one that believes it, I'm going to believe it enough to make it. See, one thing I know about people, they may not, they may not encourage you. They might not even help you to get to where you're going. But people always line up after manifestation. <laughs> They'll be the first one. I know you was going to do it. I knew it. I just knew you was going to do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when you are inwardly motivated, you don't need a lot of external motivation. Glory to God. Now, external motivation is great to have, but you don't need it not to make it. Glory to God. You got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. Go to Romans chapter 14. I'm almost finished, I promise. Romans chapter 14 and verse number five. Thank you, Jesus. 
One man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Listen to this. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. If you're not fully persuaded in what you're doing, if you're not fully persuaded in where you're going, you can't really expect anybody else to be. You must be fully persuaded. Listen, there's a lot of things I'm believing God for. And a lot of times, you know, what happens with us is we don't see any any movement in the natural and we lose that that persuasion of or we lose that ability to be fully persuaded. But let me tell you something. There's a lot of things I, I've been uh, speaking and believing God for. And I'm fully persuaded that they will come to pass, even if I don't see no movement in the natural. I know something's moving in the spirit. You've got to be fully persuaded that whatever the Lord told you, it's a done deal already. Number five, a person of excellence is always reaching for more and never stops growing. That's so important. A person of excellence is always reaching for more and never stops growing. But see, the problem with us is we become too satisfied too soon with too little. We become too satisfied too soon with too little. Listen to this statement. As long as you are breathing, you're supposed to be growing. As long as you're breathing, you should be growing. Excellence is a constant process. It comes. See, once you attain one level of excellence, now you've got to graduate to a new challenge or a new standard. You've got Proverbs three, Proverbs three. I'm sorry, Phil. I don't know why I'm calling out the wrong uh, books here tonight. Philippians three, verses twelve through fifteen. This be our last scripture. Listen to what Paul says. Not as though I have already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that which I also I've apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brother, count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Listen to what he says. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Paul is saying, I ain't going to talk to you like I've already arrived. I'm not going to talk to you like that. There are three things that we have to do um, to keep growing. And he, he mentions them there. Number one, forget the past. Stop reliving the past. And then don't over celebrate your victories because God has more victories for you. So don't, don't act like, you know, if you're watching football, um, a guy that's, that's, um, that scores a touchdown, a lot of times you can tell when he's been there before and he feels like, you know what? I ain't gonna over-celebrate because I gotta do this again. Don't over-celebrate your victories. There's more victories for you today, to, today and tomorrow. 
Number two, he says you got to reach forth. Don't become complacent with your current place because there's more in store for you. Confess that. Say there's more in store for me. I don't care what level you're on right now. The Lord says there's more in store for you. And number three, keep pressing. Don't ever stop and never quit. Never quit. There's going to be things that come up to try to get you to quit. But you know what I tell you all the time? I live by that. Never quit. Never give up. Never give in. Never cave in. People of excellence are not quitters. And you are not a quitter because you're a person of excellence. Well, I hope you enjoyed the message today. If you're ever in the greater New Orleans area, please visit Destiny Christian Center at 612 Main Street in Laplace, Louisiana. If not, you can visit us at destinychristian.org radio. 